0: I'm here with my good friend Jerry Wyant, and my name is Jim Hughes. And Jerry, for this podcast, we're going to take this first message about being born again and build on it a little bit. It's always great to open God's Word, amen? I mean, amen. that's the thing that's going to change the heart of a person, change the mind of a person, but God's Word alone with the Holy Spirit always brings conviction, and, and conviction is good, and I know some people think that it's not, but it is. I mean, I get convicted. I know you get convicted about different things that the Holy Spirit shows you, but it also brings enlightenment, build spiritual muscle. And those are the, the, the good things about us doing what we're doing is opening God's word is getting the nectar of what God wants to tell us directly, right? We're not, it's not being filtered through other means or other people or maybe other messages but it's where we're getting it directly. So as we remember, our theme scripture is Amos 8.11. It says, Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or a thirst for water, but rather for hearing the words of the Lord. And I, I say a big amen to that because I thirst for the words of the Lord. I know you thirst for the words of the Lord. And I want everyone listening right now however many that's going to be, and God only knows, to open your ears to hear. The scripture says, man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And so as we open God's word today, I want I want you just to hear. I want you to listen with your natural ears, but also with your spiritual ears. What is God saying to you? That's right. I, I mean that sincerely. God, through the Holy Spirit, will speak to you. Directly and so as we open God's word let's let's open our ears to hear the message today is God does the work so Jerry, when we're talking about when you hear the phrase "God does the work what what do you think about what what comes to your spirit
1: Jim let me lay a quick foundation and it's from three of the gospels. It's uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. In Matthew, it's chapter 13, and Mark, it's chapter 4, and Luke, it's chapter 8. And Jesus is comparing four hearts, and he calls them soils, that the sower or the farmer is sowing. And that's the word of God going out to our hearts. And I want to highlight just the first one and the last one. The first one was seeds that were sown on a hard road, which is a hard heart. And the last was one that produced a crop of thirty, sixty, and a 100 times. Now, the first hears the word and doesn't understand. Hence, it doesn't believe. And in Luke, it says the devil takes it away. The last hears and understands and produces fruit. Well, let me ask you, when we stand before God at judgment, which do you want to be? The hard-hearted Amen. person who doesn't receive, or do you want to be the one that produces fruit? And the first that we talk about is the natural man mentioned by Paul in the letter to the Corinthian church. He says a natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness to him and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. So many people grow up and are influenced by culture, parents, friends and think the words of God are for others and not them. In Philippians 2:13 it speaks about working out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work in you, both to desire Amen. and to work Amen. for his good pleasure. Philippians 1.6 says, For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work among you will complete it by the day of Christ Jesus. Jesus said in Mark and in Luke, The one who has ears to hear, let him hear. If you are not understanding, if the word of God is foolishness to you, you need to open your spiritual ears and begin to hear. It's not talking about physical ears. It's talking about the ability for the word to get past your naturals into your spiritual ears and begin to change your life. Paul said, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Hearing, right. and believing, and obeying. God does the work. Open your eyes and let him make you a new person.
0: Wow, that's powerful. I mean, I love that. And all that you said has to do with God, his intervention into our lives. You know, that's what really separates Christianity from any other religion. It's not not man striving, struggling, working to please God. It's God reaching down to man. and Listen to this scripture in 1 Peter 1, 3. It says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy, now listen to this, has caused us to be born again. But we need to understand that God reaches down to us. The Holy Spirit brings conviction. the The word of God goes out. The gospel message, the gospel according to Jesus goes out, hits the heart, and it's supernatural. I liken it unto a you know nuclear blast of the heart. I mean, it's just huge. It hits the heart, and then it, that seed is sowed, just like you were saying. But God does the work, and we as humans, we we take on that, and it starts to change our life. But as I read that scripture, and as I started looking at this, you know, there's really two reasons why Paul was writing this letter. First. He's reconfirming the gospel according to Jesus' message. The gospel message is simple. Jesus chose simple people. He didn't choose Pharisees. He didn't choose the religious people, the academics of that day. Now listen, this is God in the flesh. He he has a choice, right? (laughs) And he chose people like Peter, people like me, people like you, and people like People around you. I mean, that message is simple for a reason. And the second reason is to encourage those that are being persecuted because of what that message brings. This is something that, as a believer, we need to understand. That message, the gospel message, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father except by Him, that message will bring persecution. If that message is coming out of you, or that message is really being preached, it will bring persecution. The other reason we'll talk about in the future podcast, but for right now, I'm going to focus on God has caused us to be born again. So this is the first letter Peter writes, and he's writing to believers in Asia Minor. I would just encourage you take some time, look at a world map, look at where this is in the world, and then think about what's going on in that, area of the world right now i mean all these places where peter preached in asia minor in those areas he was preaching to mostly gentiles but there were some jewish believers mixed in and so the mode of delivering the gospel message back then jerry was literally traveling to the city or villages and going to people's homes or writing letters i mean this this was it you had basically what what we would consider like an open air meeting traveling to people's homes having home meetings or writing letters to those to those people so these letters would be read and passed around word of mouth and ministering to small groups was the podcast of Peter's day amen so there are different delivery mechanisms but it's God that does the work you and I Jerry we used to go into prisons and you know I, I remember those times and you know I could honestly say that up until the early 90s I'd probably been in the most prisons in the state of Texas. But I remember this one unit we went into, and I'm pretty sure it was a Darrington unit. We had a few men that uh, were hardened by prison life, and that's what happens to men and women that go into prisons. I spoke to a number of men that had joined groups within the prison just to survive. As we started going dorm to dorm and going into these, these prisoners' homes, which is what we were doing, I remember this one guy, and he was huge. I mean, this guy had to be at least 6'4", 300 pounds. You know, he had swastikas on his back, on his neck, on his forehead. Although I never got to actually speak to him personally, one-on-one. I watched different ones of our ministry team go in and try to speak with him. And he he was polite, and he wasn't mean or anything, although he did look very um, intimidating. And he'd just say, I'm not interested, you know, and they would move on and then others would come. And if you remember those times, we'd have anywhere from 50 to 60 counselors going into those prisons. So it wasn't unusual for two or three people or more to to talk to the same individual. But if you remember, Jerry, on Saturday night, our, the the last part of our ministry one-on-one with the inmates was to invite them to church for Sunday. And we would really encourage them to come out to the service and and so I remember this, this service, there was about probably, I don't know, 500 or more prisoners that came out for the service. You know, the gospel would be preached and the inmates would hear, like we're talking about, hearing the Word of God. Then they were given the opportunity to come forward and ask Christ to forgive them of their sin and invite Him into their lives. And Jerry, I remember I went forward as a minister to stand behind those that had gone forward. I saw that very tough guy, that one with all the tattoos, that that very large man, and and then I looked, and there he is, Jerry, on his knees, and he's weeping, and he's crying out to Jesus to forgive him and save him. Oh I, I just I just started crying, I started weeping as I saw that. That is the message, and that is God doing it. That's God taking that. And put it into a person's heart, and and totally, you know, I used to say just melting like wax the hard heartedness of that person. So this man had fulfilled what Peter was trying to say in First Peter one three. God, in His great mercy, has caused him to be born again. It was supernatural, Jer. I'm sure you have stories, probably things that you remember of seeing the life of a person just transform right in front of you.
1: Yes. I look back to a missions trip in Guatemala, we were in Chimaltenango, and we were in the square, city square, and there was a young man and his wife, and my wife was speaking to them in Spanish, and my Spanish isn't that great, so she had to interpret for me, but she wanted me to come over and share my story, which I did, and I told the young man, looking in his eyes, which were just as cold as ice, I mean, cold, cold eyes, I looked at him after explaining and giving my testimony. I said, your heart is very, very hard. I see through your eyes that you've been hurt. And I said, would you like to ask Jesus to come into your life? I said, he'll bring you peace, love, and joy, and you need it so desperately I can see. He looked at me. He stared at me probably for, it seemed like an hour, but I'm sure it was only 30 seconds. He finally, he shook his head. He nodded his head. And when he did, I reached out and I gave him a hug. And when I hugged him, he stiffened up like a board. And then he put his head on my chest and he began to weep. And he wept and he wept. Then we prayed and he asked Jesus into his life. When we were through, he picked up his eyes and we were all crying and rejoicing at the same time. His eyes had changed. You could see a warmth and a happiness and it was a physical transformation as well as a spiritual transformation. And I forever will remember that young man. And I looked at his wife and I said, do you see a change? And she was weeping. And she said, yes, God, although he uses us to speak his word, God is the one that changes their hearts. The Holy Spirit comes in and there's a transformation that takes place. And that was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life.
0: Yeah, and and I know you and I both because we've ministered together. And I remember uh, Jimmy Swagger used to say, "Every once in a while, you meet a traveler," and and what he meant by that was every once in a while you meet a believer going the same direction as you are. And 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 that's you, Jerry. I mean, you and I have ministered in the same places, prisons, on the mission field, and the the results are always the same. The results are if the gospel is preached, if that message goes forward that powerful message of change, that powerful message of, like you said, last podcast, taking out that stony heart and putting in a heart of flesh. If that message goes forward, it will not return void. Amen. It will touch the hearts of people. So listen, this message that we bring to you is the true gospel according to Jesus. And and by saying that, I know some of you... S- Go to church on Sunday, Wednesday, whenever you can. With with the COVID, I know that's been a challenge for a lot of people. But look, the message that you need to hear is what we're talking about. It's found in the scripture. It's God's message to you. Look, I get it. Maybe you've not heard this before or have heard and it was watered down. It it wasn't anything close to really what the, the Word of God was saying. But look, those of you that decide to download this podcast and you're listening to the voices of myself and Jerry, you must take control of your life by listening to what the Word of God is saying. And you do that. And Jerry mentioned that last podcast. You, you have a daily devotion time. You open your, your Bible. You, you read it. God will speak to you through that. He will. He does. He is. And it doesn't matter who you are, what your background is how much money you have or don't have, where you reside in the world, God will meet you there and He will speak to you if you open your hearts to hear the truth. God's plan for man is simple, Jerry. He loved us before we loved Him. He desires us to be a part of His kingdom. That's why He sent His only begotten Son. Look, God's not hiding from you. God's not this evil father up in heaven just kind of rolling his hands together saying'm I'm, I'm just gonna make it so tough that they'll never get the message that's not God God is there and he's speaking to you and he wants you to be a part of his kingdom so it's God's hand reaching down to you and to the whole world so we see the results of the gospel of trying to be like the world Christianity and it doesn't work it doesn't I mean I don't know I I I look and I see and I understand, you know, people have, you know, right motives. But look, being like the world is not going to change the hearts of the world. Being like Christ is going to change the hearts of the world. The gospel according to Jesus has worked, will work, and is working right now. And the, all those that listen to this podcast, open your heart. Listen to what the Spirit of God is saying to you. That message will will change your life. If you're sick and tired of trying to do it on your own, let God's mercy cause you to be truly born again. And that thing that sometimes we, some other people might say, "Well, look, you're just you're just condemning yourself." Look, I I would I would be very cautious about that. God brings conviction to the hearts of men, and it happens. And when you start to feel that conviction respond to it. Say, Lord, I, you're, you're, you're bringing something to my mind because I struggle with things that you probably don't struggle with. And you struggle with things I probably don't struggle with. And God is speaking to you about certain sins in your life that you need to bring forward and ask him to forgive you for. I don't know what those are. You do. And you're being convicted about those, whatever they may be. I mean, I could, myself and Jerry could list uh, uh, you know, thousands of things. So it's really about what God's speaking to you. But if you're sick and tired, trying to do it on your own, let God do it by opening your heart, asking him to forgive you, asking him to make himself real to you. And he will. And I, and I know right now, Jerry, that the Holy Spirit is bringing conviction to the hearts of people that are listening to this. I know right now that that's what the Holy Spirit's job is. He came into the world to convict the world of sin. Contrary to what you might be hearing out there. The world is sinning. We sin. We're sinners. That's why Jesus came. He broke that relationship, and he makes it possible for us to be forgiven and to have eternity with God in heaven forever and ever. And so that's what we really need to be focused on. So I just want you to think about that. I want the Holy Spirit to minister to your heart as we close this podcast out. And and we'll be talking about this more in the next podcast. And um, Jerry, do you have any final comments that you want to share with us?
1: Amen. Well, I believe this word is going forth to change the hearts of all those who are listening. Whether you're an unbeliever and you know you need to get right, because there's a day coming, we get to stand before Jesus. And I urge everyone listening to this, if you don't know Jesus, today's the day. And I thank you for all those who perhaps are Christians, call themselves Christians, but aren't walking where they need to. It's a time to get back. I believe that our society, our world today, is is uh, going in a wrong direction. And so we're here. Hopefully, we're wanting to see the gospel of Jesus go forth with power and authority. And that's our heart. I was sitting in my quiet time this morning. And I just had a real strong burden. And I didn't know whether Jim and I were going to do this today or not. But I just had a real strong burden. The Lord wants people to turn and come back to Him. So wherever you are, today's the day. And let me me ask, Jim, if if, uh, we can to give out our email addresses so that if anybody has any questions, uh, to please get in touch with them. Mine is fairly simple. It starts off with a PTL, which is praise the Lord, PTL, and then my last name, W-Y-A-N-T at AOL.com. And Jim, would you like to give yours as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Mine's Jim Hughes, that's J-I-M-H-U-G-H-E-S-7-1 at Hotmail.com. We, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to to pray with you if you have prayer requests, or if you just want to comment on the podcast. I mean, be tell us what's on your heart. We'd love to be able to help. We appreciate you listening to us, and until next time, God bless.
1: Amen.